Hello everyone, I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12.11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. When Carol Everett first shared her story with testimony three years ago, I was horrified by the gruesome statistics. But then greatly encouraged by the strides her organization, the Heidi Group, have made in educating, preventing, and ultimately stopping the hellish reality of abortion and the industry providers that profit from them. She should know she once was one of them. Having owned and operated four abortion clinics and making money hand over fist, as detailed in her book, Blood Money, Getting Rich Off a Woman's Right to Choose, Carol's strategy to do just that was being realized, and in a big way. A God-divine intervention would change all that shake her to her core, and cause her to realize that the justification for taking innocent lives could no longer be justified. And the aborting of babies wasn't helping women, but sentencing them to a life of misery, depression, medical complications, suicide, and even death. To honor the memory of her own aborted daughter, the Heidi Group was founded, and countless lives have been saved because of it, you can hear the rest of Carol's riveting story and how she came to faith in Jesus Christ and was healed of the regret of her own abortion and is now being used by God to help countless thousands across this nation. Back with us today in a rare exclusive to discuss the latest and heinous activities of Planned Parenthood is author, speaker, nationally recognized pro-life activist, founder and president of the Heidi Group, and my honored and esteemed friend, Ms. Carol Everett. Carol, welcome back to Testimony. It's great to be with you, Jensing. I appreciate you, my friend. Well, it's great having you back here, and you're from Dallas, Texas. Don't mess <laughs> with Texas. That's right. I took the time to recap just a little of your story so our listeners can know the authority from which you speak. Uh, Senate, congressional, and pastoral leaders are aware of your ministry. You just recently testified before the Texas State Health and Human Services Committee. And we are here to listen to your latest and also to expose and let our listeners know, if they haven't heard already, the recent horrific findings from undercover videos exposing Planned Parenthood and why Planned Parenthood needs to be shut down. They are now selling fetal baby parts, discussing how to dismember them. How horrific and abominable, Carol, does it have to get? I can't imagine anyone watching one of these tapes recognizing that they are tearing little babies' body parts out of their bodies and selling them for profit, even discussing purchasing a Lamborghini um, they have found a revenue stream, and they actually call it a revenue stream. What kind of revenue stream is it when you're selling little babies' body parts? 
and we need to be honest about this. Even pro-choice people should be against this. And it is so important for us to view these videos, and people can go online and view them. They must view them so they know the horror of abortion and they know what's going on. This is the first time we've had a picture, an absolute picture, of the destruction of abortion. And we must recognize it. We've got to stand up. We've got to get off our grace and say enough and stop funding Planned Parenthood to the tune of $540 million a year. $1.47 million per day goes to Planned Parenthood. That's your tax dollars and my tax dollars. And we've got to be involved now. We have no choice. Amen and amen. Carol, would you take a moment to also give us your comment on the recent ruling that could have defunded Planned Parenthood, yet sadly and shockingly did not garner the needed votes. Why, in your view, did this happen? I believe they've not seen the video, first and foremost. If they've seen the video, I think they would all stand up and say this is wrong. I think that so many of our politicians today are funded by Planned Parenthood, and you can almost pick them out of a crowd because they stand up for them in all sorts of environments. And, and um, it's just amazing to me when we had the Senate hearing here in Texas, you could literally listen to the people who were fighting against this and go back and look at their election funds and see that they came from Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood uses our tax dollars not just to sell our children abortions, to do abortions and to sell the baby's body parts, but they also support politicians that stand up for them in Congress and in state houses. Well, one of the reasons I wanted to bring you specifically on the program, Carol, because you operated for abortion clinics. You talk about it in your book, Blood Money, what really goes on inside an abortion clinic. And you were horrified, and you had a come-to-Jesus moment when you saw for yourself the effects of what you were doing. Do you think that the abortion doctors that recently have been displayed in the nationwide news have any conscience or care about what they're doing, and if they don't, how does someone get to a place like that? They're very hurt people. They're hardened by their own pain. For instance, um, many of the people, I had had an abortion when I went into the abortion industry, and I used that as a way to justify my abortion on a daily basis. If that woman was okay, perhaps I was okay. But there are incest survivors, there are rape victims, there are... um, lesbians in there. They're people who come from their own pain, who are there for different reasons, who defend the abortion issue simply by saying, I'm helping women. And it's a a very sad scenario, but I think that it's interesting that they're going to have to look themselves in the mirror, and now they've been outed. Now people know what they do for a living, because most abortionists don't tell anyone what they do for a living. So now they have to face the facts in their own spheres of influence, and that's going to be very interesting. But ginseng, I think this has brought about a lot of pain on different levels. I think the abortionists are going to have to deal with it. And I want to go back and tell you that the people who produce these videos are actually praying for the salvation of the abortionists that they videoed. Now, what kind of heart is that? That's the heart of a real pro-lifer, someone who really loves the Lord. Wow. And then we've got to think about the women. Because I had an abortion, and I will tell you, one of my very first thoughts was, I believe, I am confident that my baby's body was not torn apart and sold. 
for I was a very, very early abortion before they started using it for research, probably. But I just, my heart goes out to these women who are saying, I wonder if my baby's body parts were sold and used for horrible purposes. I mean, one woman committed suicide because she was not sure what had happened to her baby. And I had a a message from a dear, dear friend last night saying, was my baby's body torn apart and sold? So I think we're looking at a huge ministry now of women who have been hurt and are now hurt again. They're having to face their abortion all over. And uh, it's time for the Christians to stand up. If we know our women sitting in our church pews have experienced abortion, it's time for us to pray for them and pray that God will heal them and for pastors to stand up. But truthfully, we all have to stand up. Not one single one of us can be silent on this. This is horrendous, and it must be stopped. Amen and amen. And you know what, Carol? In this culture that we live in, everyone is, quote, coming out. They're coming out gay. They're coming out lesbian. They're coming out transgender. Hello. How about if we come out that I aborted my baby, that I need help, that I regret my abortion, that I need healing of my mind, my soul, my body? What do pastors in churches need to do today to make it a comfortable environment where women feel safe enough to come out. I've had an abortion. Do you see this happening in our culture today? I do, but I do believe that women need to be understood. We women who've had an abortion believe we committed the unforgivable sin, and it's worse than any other sin in our minds. And we think God keeps a record of, you know, this is a 10 and this is a 20 and this is a 1. That's not how God works, but we need to understand that these women do not need to be accused. They do not need to feel uncomfortable. If you can deal with them from a point of realizing that they need to admit their pain and then tell them that God loves them no matter what and that Jesus Christ died on the cross even for this sin of abortion. And by that simple act of faith in Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord, their lives can change, but the pain can flow out of them. And then we need to recognize that they need to sit down and talk through those things. Just as we grieve the death of a a loved one, women who've had an abortion need to deal with those issues, understand it. And we also need to understand that the average woman who has an abortion denies it for 5 to 15 years. And there are a couple of scriptures that really worked for me. 1 John 1, 9, if you confess and repent of your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive, and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And then... People would still get in my face from time to time and had some this last week say, how do you think you can be forgiven? Well, that's Romans 8.1. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen and amen. You know what? I'm, I'm glad you said that, and I'm not surprised that the enemy would uh, throw that at you and target your mind. He's a liar, and the truth is not in him. And I'm reminded of that scripture. I think it's Isaiah 54:17 that says, No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises in judgment against me I do now condemn, for this is the heritage of the saints in Christ Jesus, of which we are. So anyone out there listening today, Carol, would you say that they can get forgiveness from Jesus Christ, be forgiven, have the blood wash over them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, and know that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. God's arm is not too short that he can't save, heal, touch, deliver anyone 
from anything. Can you weigh in on this? Amen. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your sin is, if it's one abortion or if it's ten abortions. And today, Jensen, we're talking about women who've had multiple abortions, but each one is important, and we need to deal with each one individually. And God loves each and every one of us. And the funny thing about it is you don't have to chase God. He chases you. And it's time to stop and say, yes, Lord, and offer uh, your sin up. He, He knows about it already, but if you confess it, then he can go to work and he can cleanse you and really let the pain drain out. And that's what it does in the case of an abortion. That pain is in there layer by layer, and we have to pull it all off and give it all to him. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Carol Everett, author, speaker, educator, and nationally recognized pro-life activist and founder of the Heidi Group. You can learn more about Carol's work and get her resources by going to theheidigroup.org and get her best-selling blood money book, My People Perish for Lack of Knowledge. Don't be one of them. Carol, thank you once again for sharing your heart, your wisdom, your knowledge, and ways we can all help in putting an end to what I've come to term as, quote, human trafficking in the womb. We look forward to having you back next week as we delve more into the issues of what our listeners can do to get help and healing, and then what our pastors and governmental leaders can do to stop the tide of this modern-day genocide. Carol, thank you, God bless you, and we'll talk to you next week on Testimony. Thank you, Jensen. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensene Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.